0: Welcome to Study Abroad Stories, a podcast by the Queen's College Study Abroad Office. In this podcast, you'll hear study abroad tips and advice, as well as stories of adventure, friendship, and personal growth. Tune in to hear interviews with previous study abroad students, study abroad directors, and more. Ready to step out of your comfort zones and into the beautiful unknown? Make the world your classroom. So if you heard our last episode, you heard our interview with Anna, who participated in a few of our programs. She talked about Australia in our last episode. And in this one, she'll be talking about her experience in South Africa, which just so happens to be her favorite study abroad program. So I'm excited to hear her talk about what life was like in the land of Nelson Mandela. So Anna, could you reintroduce yourself? Tell us your major where you studied, etc. My name is Anna. Um, I'm a double major at Queens College.
1: I study comparative literature and political science um, with a focus in international relations. And the program that I did abroad that particular year in 2019 was South Africa in Cape Town. Um, And it was a cultural anthropology course called Human and Nature in South Africa.
0: Mm So why did you choose to study abroad in South Africa? And did you? how long did you know that you wanted to study in South Africa?
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> you see, my interest in South Africa has been ingrained in me since I was a child. Um, I would watch Nelson Mandela documentaries with my dad when I was younger, and I was just completely inspired by everything he had done for South Africa and the apartheid movement and everything that he had done had meant so much to me that I always had an interest in South Africa generally, but then a friend of mine in middle school, a very close friend of mine, moved to South Africa, Pretoria actually, and she would send me postcards and she would send me friendship bracelets and I just remember looking at these postcards and there was like one with a lion on it, there was one with this beautiful, these beautiful flowers on it. And I just fell in love, and I was like, I want to go to South Africa someday, and finally I came to the United States, I did my study abroad in Australia, but I always wanted to do the study abroad in South Africa. I'm also in political science, and my focus is, it tends to be on the African region generally, so to go to South Africa was really going to be an experience that would completely form and solidify my interest in that specific continent.
0: And since you were so excited to go to South Africa, why did you choose to go for just the winter and not a semester? Let's say So I really
1: liked the length of the program because it made me feel secure in going. It made me feel like i would my comfort would be startled just enough,
0: but it wouldn't be challenged to the point where I would be fearful yes and I did that as well, so I studied abroad in Paris for a summer, and then I went for a Mm -hmm. semester. So for any of you who think that you might want to go for a semester but you're not sure, you can always do a short-term program first, dip your toe in a little bit, and then Mm -hmm. go back. You can do more than one program as Anna. Yeah, and I I definitely want to go back to South (laughs) Africa, and specifically um,
1: University of Cape Town. So it definitely was awesome to experience that in a short-term context so that I know when I'm applying to grad school for example I will likely also be applying to University of Cape Town.
0: Hmm. And I know in our last episode you gave people scholarship and money tips. You had a different Mm -hmm. experience with scholarships in South Africa so can you give students tips on applying for scholarships and budgeting and things like that?
1: For sure. I mean South Africa is also quite an expensive trip just because it is pretty far Um, most scholarships um, ask similar questions so it was really awesome to kind of be able to apply to one scholarship and then have the answer for the next scholarship and the next scholarship and the Mm -hmm. next scholarship Um, and it's really important a really important piece of advice I want to give is that you should look into the former recipients of scholarship um, programs you should look at who has previously won see how they wrote their papers, understand how you think they got their opportunity, and you know, put your own fun twist on it. Scholarship, the people who work at scholarship offices don't want to hear the same story. They want to hear something really interesting. Why are you passionate about this? Why do you want to go? And what's really awesome is that it, it forces you to confront the reasons why you truly want to go on this study abroad experience. So it really prepares you mentally as well for before you, you go. Um, and specifically for South Africa, it was a little bit different than my Australia program because all of a sudden I was exposed to scholarships that focused on the region of Africa. And so when you apply to certain scholarships, it could be what based off of merit, off of an essay that you write, which is the usual um, route that is used. But there's also regional scholarships. So, oh, you're an American student that wants to go into a region that there aren't as many American students sure, we can give you a scholarship and help you with that. So I applied to loads of scholarships for South Africa. um, And what was awesome about it is South Africa in itself is a very inexpensive place. You will eat like a king every single day (laughs) that you are in South Africa. We would go to the most expensive restaurants. Um, We would get an entree, we would get an appetizer, we would get um, dessert, we would get maybe like a smoothie or a drink with it, um, and it would come out to $11 and you would tip, you know, like $3, $4 and they would throw a party for you wow. at the, at the restaurant. So figuring out your budget for South Africa is a lot more fun than figuring out your budget for Australia or Europe, <laughs> that's for sure.
0: So the class you took in South Africa was much different than any class that you had taken at Queen's College. Can you tell us a little bit about what you studied while you were there and how it felt to be studying such a different topic? Yeah,
1: so the course that I took in South Africa was um, an anthropology course. So the course was called Humans and Nature in South Africa. And I had never really taken an anthropology course before. I took an intro level my sophomore year, like my first sophomore year. So I kind of knew a little bit about anthropology, but not that much. So I was pretty nervous going into the program because I was like, great, there's a bunch of these amazing anthropology students going on this program. And then there's me, the comparative literature and political science major. You know, it kind of felt a little bit strange Um, But the the course was amazing because it focused on human-wildlife relations, ethics, the movements of animal rights in South Africa. But it also focused on the things that I really cared about, which were the history of South Africa. Um, We got to learn about apartheid, colonization. We even had a couple of quizzes on the history of South Africa. So it it was amazing because it, it, it beautifully combined these two these two relationships of humans and the existence of humans in South Africa and tied
0: it into nature and animals. Wow. And did you have any culture shock?
1: Yes, I did have culture shock in South Africa, which was actually why I loved the experience so much because it was so different. I had mostly traveled in Europe at that point. I hadn't really left the European continent or the United States. So it was different. The the South African culture is extremely rich. Um it's it's so diverse. There is so much history behind the culture there, so many so much history behind the different types of people there.
0: What was friendship abroad like in South Africa with the people that you met there, either from CUNY or South Africans themselves versus at home?
1: Yeah, it was really awesome because I actually knew a couple of people beforehand and who were on the same trip with me, which was pretty shocking because I thought I was going to go on it by myself. Um, and it was awesome because I ended up meeting a girl at orientation who I'm now really good friends with, Angelina, and we ended up doing with Angelina and this girl, Kathy, we did a layover in Switzerland and Germany. And we actually got to go out and explore um, Switzerland and Germany like while we were heading to South Africa and back. So it was really cool to build those relationships where we we all kind of benefited from knowing each other after the orientation. Um, We also had roommates in uh, University of Cape Town, although we had our own individual rooms. We kind of shared this cubicle, so we had a shared bathroom, and Angelina was my roommate. So it was really easy to build connections, and also some of our roommates were South Africans. Most Aww. of them were, yeah, most of them were PhD students, so they were a little bit older than us. Um, but we got to meet some pretty interesting people, and you know, locals who knew what they were doing in their life and explained to us what kind of programs they were a part of, explained to us the life in South Africa. Um, something really awesome was we had to share a laundry room with the entire campus um, which meant that while I was doing laundry I would run into people and I just strike up a conversation I met two really awesome people who were studying there and they were from Zimbabwe and they taught me a few words in Shona and to this day anytime I meet someone who speaks Shona I'm like Mambo what's up like how are you doing like (laughs) they probably love that Yeah, it's so fun. It's an amazing... I mean, that's something really awesome about South Africa, too, is that there are so many um, other people from other African countries, so you really get to learn more about the continent of Africa, too, while you're there, uh, which I think was pretty cool. But, yeah, friendship was awesome. And as I said in the last episode, just make sure that you connect with the people that you're traveling with before you actually go. So orientation, make sure you get everyone's phone numbers, their social media, you stay in contact with them, you can share and like bounce off of each other's anxieties or excitements or fears, and it definitely bonds you before the trip begins, which is really important when you're going to a place as different as South Africa.
0: Yeah, those are very useful tips that you guys should definitely take advantage of. Um, Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about your travels and some trips and excursions you did?
1: There's one really cool one that I'm thinking of right now. Oh boy, yeah. The traveling that I did in South Africa, I think was also out of spite of not being able to travel so much in Australia. Mm. So I definitely made sure I explored as much as I could possibly explore in Cape Town. I did stay in Cape Town for the entire duration of my stay, but I went to different parts. I didn't just stay in which was where our campus was one thing that I did on my own with a few other people which is the experience I think you're thinking of is um shark cage diving
0: yeah that was it
1: (laughs) so I actually went shark cage diving with a few other um people who were interested in going it was a two-hour ride we went to I think it's called the shark alleyway that's what it's known as and yeah, we, we got into wetsuits and it was super cheap for the price i think we paid like a hundred dollars for including our transportation to and from um two hours into where we were going it included yeah. breakfast it included lunch it included the boat service fee it included our wetsuits um, and we also got a uh, footage underwater footage of us shark cage diving which was awesome it was unlike anything I had ever done in my life. So it was pretty amazing. Another thing that I definitely want to mention um, in my travels was Robben Island. And that was probably the most important trip that I had done in South Africa. And that was a group uh, set up by uh, Queens College. Robben Island was an island that was used for political prisoners uh, during the fight against apartheid. In South Africa in the 90s and before and prior Um, and we actually had our tour done on the island by a former political prisoner which was an absolutely touching experience I cried so many times while on that island Um, it was a tour of the premise of where the political prisoners would stay, as well as areas where historical decisions were taken, I was able to see for myself firsthand the prison that Nelson Mandela was held in. So that was something that definitely changed. It struck a chord for me, 100%. It was an amazing experience. But we got to do a lot of traveling in South Africa that I'm super grateful for. And that's why I loved the program, because... This program had so many interactive experiences and field trips. I would say we spent some time, a lot of time in class, but we probably spent more time outside on field trips. So it was really cool.
0: What was your favorite thing about studying in South Africa? My favorite thing
1: about studying in South Africa is that's an impossible question i'm and sorry like it's thinking. it's a pretty it's a pretty impossible question to answer because every day was a new experience every day you learn so much from every aspect of your life from what you see the places you go your interactions with locals what you eat everything is an experience in itself in south africa it is a place as i said so rich with culture, with such a deep history, every day you are just constantly exposed to amazing information and beautiful facts and beautiful interactions. And, I mean, it's impossible for you to go on a trip like this and not grow out of it. It's impossible. Even if you stayed locked up, if you only went to class and only went on the excursions, you would still be forced to grow because it it was unbelievable an amazing experience
0: I figured it would be a hard question to answer yeah for sure um but you summed it up very well and what was one hardship that you faced and how did you overcome it so the hardship that
1: I want to bring up which I briefly mentioned before is um my experience as a woman in South Africa now it's definitely not the most dangerous quote-unquote place I've been um as a woman since I've also traveled to the Middle East which was also a different experience as a female um, and we, the issue was also that we were predominantly female group as I said only two of our group members were male um, so we had to find ways to make sure not only we felt safe but that we were safe so I do want to share a couple of tips as a female student who was studying abroad in South Africa you should always travel in groups you should always travel in groups of at least four. Um, And since most of the time we would go out um, with probably two big, large, like, XL Ubers, we would always have one of the males on our trip sit in the front seat of those Ubers. We always only used Ubers, never public transportation, um, and we would screenshot the driver and send it to another person who was... Um, either staying back at the college or who was with us just so someone always knew where we were and who we were with. Our location was always shared among amongst ourselves. So my me and my roommate would always have our location on. We would share our location if we went somewhere else. We would never separate. Um, and as I said before, University of Cape Town would usually help in these situations where, you know, they could organize... Um, a bus for us to take us somewhere, if we wanted to go on a specific trip somewhere that was maybe a little too far. Um, but there's definitely precautions that you should take as a woman traveling. At any any place that you travel to, you should, unfortunately, because that's the reality of the world we live in. But specifically in South Africa, I found those tips to be the most important.
0: Um, how did your experience in South Africa affect your studies or your career choice. You are a political, political science major. Yeah. Did the class that you took change anything about your major or what you want to do in the future?
1: Right. So I've always been interested in um, African studies just because I think it's such a unique continent with so much history. And I like to focus a lot on colonization and imperialism. And Africa is the place to study when you're interested in those things. Um, So I definitely was inspired after coming back from the trip and doing a lot of my research focusing on um, South Africa, post-apartheid South Africa, since I am especially interested in transitional justice. So it was really amazing to be able to see um, how South Africans also talk about the history of apartheid, how they decide to confront it, um, how it continues to live on in its legacy. Um, And I ended up doing uh, one of my... Uh, one of my largest papers on Rwanda, which was definitely inspired by my trip to South Africa. So I'm I'm really thankful for that experience opening me up to wanting to learn more about Africa in different ways than just going
0: there. And then you also mentioned before that you're considering doing a master's in South
1: Africa. Yeah, it would be awesome to be able to, you know, get a master's degree from University of Cape Town. It's definitely on my list of places I will be applying to, especially for human rights and um, transitional justice, as I mentioned.
0: Now, I know that your experience in Australia helped you plan for South Africa, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but were there things that you wish you would have done that you didn't get to do?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there's always things that you wish you would have done. South Africa, unfortunately, was one of the study abroads where when it came to an end, I was completely shattered. I was completely like, oh my god, I do not want to be here in New York City anymore. I wish I stayed for longer. I wish I did a semester. Um, One thing I wish I would have done, though, on the short-term trip was definitely hang out with more locals. Um, There were definitely opportunities where we were able to interact with locals, and especially since um, me and my roommates, other roommates, were um, South African, they were able to give us a lot of tips of cool places to go. Um, I just wish that I had made more meaningful friendships
0: with locals. Um, is there one story that sums up your experience? One of the happiest moments was
1: probably on Table Mountain. Mm. Um, we, I actually went twice because the first time I loved it so much, um, I wanted to go again. And so at first I, I was like, eh, maybe not. like It's a bit of a hike. It's a trek. But I'm so glad I went because we went at Sunfall. Um, at sun- Sunfall is how you sundown? say it? Sun? Yeah, sundown. And it was so crazy because there's this bridge. And as you're walking over this bridge, the sun is falling to the feet before you. And when you look over, it's just clouds. And you wow. are above the clouds. <gasps> and it's it was an unreal experience. It was unlike anything I had ever experienced in my life. And to this day, I have a few pictures up there of me walking over that bridge that I every time I see them, I just kind of tear up. And I'm like, that was one of the most grateful experiences I had while I was on that trip. Um, and, yeah, that was probably the happiest. But the most inspiring, strangely enough, was while I was shark cage diving. And there was a moment that I was in the cage and I was underwater and that day we actually saw 27 sharks in total Um, but besides that I was sitting in this cage and all these you know sharks are coming up to you and like taking a little bite out of the fish guts in front of you and it's kind of scary and it's 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 you're on you're on edge but there was this one shark that kind of slowly swam up to me right in front of me I mean and Not even, like, a foot distance. And it just s- stared. Huh. It was just staring at me in this cage. And for a second, I felt like I was at a zoo, but I was, I was the one behind wow. the cage this time. And it just kind of stared at me and then swam off. And I'll never just forget looking into that shark's single eye, because you could only see the one eye from the side. But it was such an inspiring so experience. It was, it was so strange because I really think that summed up a lot of what the trip was about, that relationship between humans and nature and sea life and how that relationship can transform with a few experiences. And it was definitely something really interesting. And I think about it
0: pretty often. I'm sure we could talk on and on about your experience in South Africa because you have so many stories. But to wrap up this episode, what advice would you give students who are considering studying in South Africa or just studying abroad in general?
1: Well, I will say that since I had done a study abroad with Queens College before, I was better prepared this time and I kind of knew what to expect. However, I was blown away. And it's safe to say I've, I've traveled quite a bit in my very short life so far. Um, But South Africa was by far the most amazing place I have visited. I highly recommend picking this program. I learned so much from this course that I still use to this day. It's completely transformed the notions that I have about animals, wildlife, nature, our relationship and responsibilities as humans, Um, living in nature, that we are only guests within this world, we are not You know, on top of this hierarchical triangle that we so often believe that we are. um, But yeah, do it. As I said in the last episode, I know that it's intimidating to go to a place also as far as South Africa and as seemingly different as South Africa. But it is 100% worth it. I would not change... I wouldn't change anything, I think, from my trip. As I said in the last episode, too, it can seem very expensive, but there's no price tag on the experiences that you'll have there. And there are so many scholarships that you can apply to. Um, Look at the Study Abroad website. Check out the scholarship opportunities that they have because they have a huge collection of different scholarships that you can apply to. Uh, it's definitely something worth doing. You're getting three credits out of it. You're making lifelong friends. You're having amazing experiences, great food. You're eating like a king. I mean, there's nothing more um, you can ask for. I think this is by far the best study abroad Uh trip I have ever done.
0: I don't think we can top that. Thanks so much, Anna. If you're interested in hearing more information about the South Africa program, you can go to qc.cuny.edu slash studyabroad and go to our winter programs and all the information is there. Mm-hmm.
1: And if anyone wants to hear specifically or get any advice from me or any other students who did the South Africa program, if you reach out to the Study Abroad office I would be happy to get your contact information if you plan on going on this program.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, All right. that concludes this episode. <laughs> to see our students' beautiful travel pictures, follow us on Instagram, at QCTravels. Like our podcast? Consider leaving us a rating. Visit our website, qc.cuny.edu studyabroad to find out more about our programs.